welcome to the Mind Your Leadership podcast. I'm Karen Silk. In this podcast, I will have conversations with thought leaders, CEOs, and managers from various organizations about leading mindfully. We will learn from experienced leaders how they implement mindful leadership in the day-to-day organizational culture, and we will gain tools and skills. So stay with us. Hello. Today, I will host Hinel Turner. Hinel is the Vice President of Content and Consulting at the All In Company and a certified HR professional passionate about finding creative solutions to help businesses succeed. Her extensive experience uniquely positions her to collaborate with entrepreneurs when it comes to recruiting, hiring, and retaining talented employees. Today, we will speak of what does it take to recruit the right people and create the right environment to engage the employees. So stay with us. Helen, thank you for being us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. I'm looking forward. So, you know, you bring a lot of uh, knowledge and uh, experience working with leaders and companies and more than 200 businesses of varying sizes and industries about recruiting and uh, retaining the right employees. So I want to hear from you, what, how does a business become the employee of choice? As we know, there's a lot of choice nowadays, and this is an interesting question to understand how does an employee become this? It's a, it's a great question, and uh, you know every employer wants to be the employer of choice, right? There's so much competition out there. There's so many people. There's so many businesses, you know, looking to to hire one person um, because, of course, a lot of people are um, kind of jumping ship and and leaving jobs right now. So you know, to be the employer of choice, you know, the first thing you need to understand as a business owner is what is it that you are looking for? So you really have to look in and complete and and identify what your core values are so that you can start understanding what is it you're looking for in the people that you hire. And when you're looking for five-star employees, they like to see clarity, right? They they want to be challenged. They like to look at and, and work with other people who know you know, who know what's important to them, who are very clear about the tasks that this person's going to be responsible for. Um, and so the more clear and transparent you can be about, you know, what your core values are, what you're expecting of the job, what the atmosphere is like, um, then you're going to start attracting the right people who want to match that responsibility. And now, you know, you cut, you are coming across very professional, very organized, and just to a job seeker, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. It's important you're talking about actually alignment and it's connect for me to mindful leadership because once we are aligned with our value and we know exactly what we are looking for, we fine tune our path, our products, our values so we can attract the right employees, right? Otherwise, if we don't know what's important for us, how can we find the right employers? Exactly. And I mean, it's very similar, like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a professional, 
matchmaking for the for the professional community, right? So like if you think of the strongest relationships you have, you know, for me that's that's my spouse, right? So we had alignment at some at some point, right? We still do. We're both very aligned with our, you know, being savers. We both wanted kids and and to raise a family. Education is very important to us. We're both academics. So we have these these areas, certain areas, not every single thing in the world, but there are areas, our core things of value that aligns us very well. And in an employer, in an employee relationship, you're, you still need to have a core alignment. So if something, something like paying attention to detail, right, that is a, important to you as a business owner 100% of the time. You need that to be one of the core values in your organization, and you need every single person on your team to be aligned with paying attention to that detail. You know, otherwise, it's going to upset you. It's it's going it, to the relationships um, not going to work. So you're talking about a crucial element that it's a transparent communication. So I really believe that communication it's a crucial skill and element uh, to create. engaging environments and cultures because people you know there's not too much communicating even now in the hybrid workplaces we need to communicate more than we used to so it's even over communicate it's better than not communicating right what do you think about it you know I agree because right now we have so many businesses and so many like workplace environments that have transitioned into a hybrid type work area or a a work from home completely situation, but the people in the organization, whether it's somebody who has just joined your organization or someone who's been with you on your team for years and years, they still need support and guidance from the management team and from the business owner. Um, and there still needs to be that visibility and that communication. And so now we have to, You know we should be starting to shift our thinking to see okay how can we effectively you know train our new hires how can we effectively welcome people into the organization so you know traditionally like I had um, a client who was onboarding onboarding two or three people and, and they're a hundred percent virtual and you know so we talked about why don't we send everybody on your team a you know twenty dollar you doordash or $20 food delivery service gift card and then everybody can have a virtual welcome lunch together mm, nice I right like it. so you can still incorporate the the communication you can still incorporate these elements into your onboarding process to to make people feel welcome heard and appreciated um, you just have to get a little bit creative with it and a lot of connection right because you Usually now when we quit employees that don't see each other, I heard about people that started a new job and they didn't meet their colleagues like for six months. And the fact that you connect them via Zoom and create this unformal meetings and great creative onboarding process, people will be connected. And I think it's a crucial path in their employees cycle, right? The onboarding, because if they come to a place that they don't feel appreciated and connected and seen, I really don't think they will want to stay there. They, so it's a crucial, crucial part in the cycle of the employer. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, somebody who has someone who you've 
you've made the alignment and some and someone has accepted your job offer and now you need to continue to wow them by creating an exceptional onboarding experience you need to create an onboarding experience that your employee you know goes and tells their spouse about when you tell loved ones about great things in your life that means it was really impactful for you so if someone tells me a story and i laugh i just want to go and tell my husband about it because that was it was just that funny and i just wanted i just want to share that with him so if i get a new hire welcome kit right so we uh, we work with our clients to develop to help them develop new hire welcome kit and it's a big basket of fun stuff like branded things and you know uh, books that we find valuable pencils like just kind of everything that makes sense for that organization and that new and that new hire and I take a picture of it and I post it, you know, I just think it looks, it's so cool. And that is the kind of experience you want to um, create for your new hire. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think at the end of the day, people really want to be seen in the workplace and to feel connected and to bring their whole self to the workplace. And once you do it, you actually enabling them and inviting them to bring their whole self and to connect in a deeper level. And I think this is a crucial element of creating the right cultures nowadays and making people want to be part of your organizations. In some respect, we've always been conditioned to, you know, when we were kids, we're being selected for a team. You know, we, we get to be part of a class. We get to go to a school. Well, what about as adults? We were just looking for another community to be part of. We have a community. We have a connection in our home. We have a community and a connection with our family. So what's the next community and connection that we can find? Well, it's in our workplace. So we're just looking for, for that connection. And, and I was, you know, I was working on some employee engagement surveys. And one of, you know, one of the a good question to ask is, you know, do you have a best friend at work? And people are more likely to stay with an organization if they have a best friend at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense, you know. Doesn't it? <laughs> Just issue an article writing about the new workplace as a community because at the end of the day, we really look, most of the waking hours were in the work, right? In the workplace. So it's in the past, it was going to work for survival more than for the check pay at the end of the month, but not, it's not the case anymore. We are going for fulfillment, for meaningfulness. And we are, most of the day we are there. So we want to feel meaningful. And how do we feel meaning? By connecting to a higher purpose, something bigger than ourselves and to other people, right? So this is part of it. Community, connection, create meaning. Feeling part of something bigger than ourselves. So it's really crucial today. It's not only going for, for the money at the end of the month. So Right. So what are candidates looking for the future employer? What do you see in the field? Yeah, so, you know, similar to kind of where we, what we're discussing now is I think people are looking for that community. And I think they do want to form those relationships and have that best friend at work. And they also want to be, I think they're a little bit, I think they're being more, more selective now where, you know, they really want to, to be enjoying their work. People are realizing, I think now more than ever, that this is time away from my my family, my life. We all know time is limited. So I wanna make sure, I wanna spend my time doing things I enjoy. So if we can capture 
create that joy um, and that fulfillment in your workplace, um, you're going to you're going to be retaining employees. And and that's so difficult to do right now. And and that's the, the question people ask all the time is how can I how can I keep the employees that I have? How to retain, yes, I think this is a the most challenging thing for our leaders nowadays to not only to recruit the right employees, but also to maintain them. And yes, it's what we talked about, creating connections, meaningful work, enjoying from the work, you know, I like the value, work hard, play hard. Mm -hmm. Invest yourself, but also enjoy what you're doing. Otherwise, you really won't be, want to invest so much in this company, in this time, because actually it's your time. It's our precious time. And think this is what coronavirus transformation caused us to pause and ask ourselves really tough questions, right? Am I in the right place? Am I enjoying myself? Am I fulfilling myself? What I want to do, is it the right place for me? So I think this is a main struggle for leaders nowadays to really create places that attract the right employees, but also retain them and maintain them. And what do you see in the recruiting process? What are beyond the community? What are the struggles that employees are going through? in this process of looking for a new job? Yeah, I mean, I think something something that employees from the employee side, I think people are are struggling to, to get an accurate picture of what the job is. So, you know, they'll look for a job and if you if you kind of just do a, a look right now on Indeed or or any kind of job platform, you know, most of the job titles are all the same, right? Every, so they're so similar and how can, so it's difficult to to get an accurate picture of what to expect. And especially people who are um, newer into the workforce, maybe they've never had a job before. um, And then they have to, they have to start this new job, this new career. And it's, it's different from what they expected because they weren't given a accurate picture of what to expect. And so, you know, you as, as the business owner, as the employer, you have to think about, well, what can I be doing in the recruitment process to help a candidate understand what it really is like to work here? So we use, we help our clients design shadow days, right? Or shadow hours or whatever it is. And what that does is, you you know have that candidate shadow or spend the day with the people in your workplace and they get to experience what it's like to work there for for a couple hours in the day so that when they so if they do decide that this is a match and and there's an offer and an acceptance of work they they get a realistic picture of what to expect um because if if you start working somewhere i can imagine somebody starts working and they said, oh, I can't do this all day. This is not what I, what I expected. And, and that's, that's not great for anybody. So I love it. Actually, offering a practice before they decide if they want to go on with this process in order to understand what does it mean they're coming for a few hours to, to be present in the workplace and to feel the energy and to see what does it mean to work in this specific job. And then they can decide if it's with the alignment with themselves, with their values and Mm-hmm. Like we've had, we've had our clients tell us, you know, we did a, a shadow day and, and in our, you know, hiring process, the shadow day it is towards the end. So it's just kind of your, your top, top candidates who, who go through this process. But we've had somebody 
you know, filter out during your shadow day because they said, look, this is not for me. I can't do this all day. Great. I love it. Like I would rather hear that now than after I bring you in and hire you on, right? <laughs> yes, that, this is really crucial because you really invest a lot of effort and money and time, right, in recruiting the person. So it's better that he will see it before and won't join, joining and then starting to be really negative about the situation and leaving. So it's coming back to the, the beginning of a conversation that we talked about transparent communication. And I think it's also a crucial element because from my experience, a lot of organizations offer a specific job at the, the end of the day, there's a gap between what they talked about and what's happening in the day to day. And then people are starting to be frustrated, right? And this is also impact the culture because people are not happy with their jobs and they're starting to talk and don't feel well about it. So it's really crucial at the beginning of the process to be aligned. And again, going back to the alignment aspect and alignment we're creating by transparent communication. And I also like the tips that you give right now, the process that you can, even at the end of the process, create real life experience that people can understand what does it mean? What does these values mean? And what does the words mean? And how it resonates in the day to day? Because maybe someone says something and it, the employee doesn't understand exactly what does it mean? And he can feel it even beyond words. You know, I think also the experience and the feeling of, the environment and the connection between people, it's crucial. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely, because we definitely want to fill that gap as much as we can. I mean, a lot of times when somebody is explaining what the job is or explaining the environment or, or the relationships, it's a lot, it still is different because I can describe one thing and you can describe the same thing differently so we both have our different styles so what is going to be the style of your new hire and how will they interpret the same work so let's let's not you know waste our time let's just have a shadow day and see if it's something you like because every job is not for everybody five-star employees are going to be unique to your organization i would not be a five-star bookkeeper because I can't, I, I can't do numbers. I need, I need to interact with people. <laughs> so I would not be a five-star employee if I was working as a bookkeeper, 100%. It's not my strong suit. I don't like numbers. But somebody who does like numbers, who gets excited when they're solving like math problems in their head, they're probably going to be, you know, pretty good at, <laughs> at working in the accounting field. <laughs> uh -huh. That's right. So you need to to understand who sits in front of you and what is trend and power and tailor a position for him. I think also a new thing nowadays, you know, in the past, we mainly had the organization offering a job description and looking for the right employee come to this job description. And I think today it's a little bit changing. Tell me what you, how you see it. I think today, you, if you see a talent employee that you want him to be part of your company, you, you tailor him the job. You're more agile and flexible in order to recruit and maintain in the company. What do you say about this? I think what we're finding is that certain, I think certain jobs still exist and, you know, there are specific skill sets, but sometimes you will find, you will come across a person and you will, you will, you will know that they are a, a great candidate and a great fit for you because your core values align. And so, you know, to your point, you're just looking for that right opportunity to see how you can invite them to join one of your organizations or a project that you have to work on. Um, and so what we call that is 
Who do you have on your virtual bench? So when you come across good people who are talented, what are you doing to um, to keep in contact with them and to see if there is a future place for them in your organization or maybe in a future organization that you start? So we definitely, when we're recruiting, you have to, you really have to be creative and think about some out-of-the-box recruitment strategies to help find talent. And, and one of those strategies will be to look out for talented people when you're, you know, talking, meeting new people. I mean, I had a client who, you know, for years worked, just would go to the same gas station to get coffee. And he met somebody who was just amazing. And she seemed to really know, know stuff. And over the years, they kind of built a, a, a friendship, kind of a conversation and learn more about each other. And he had to hire a front desk person. And that is who he thought of. And so he kind of talked to her about it and he ended up, you know, poaching her from that, that's gas station. So he had her essentially on her virtual bench and she was a good fit from a skill standpoint too, but there was just not an opening at the time. So he kind of just like waited for that. Right. (laughs) So you'll see, you'll see, you never know. (laughs) Yeah. So I like it because you say, keep an open mind and be open Open to new people. And if you see new people and that you really appreciate them, open your mind, even if you don't have a specific job description for him, be in touch with them and, and think about it. And, and the right time will come and you will find a, a good fit for them. So it's not only being really specific and narrow site looking for the job that we need, but also seeing the people that are around you, maybe they can bring something to the table that you didn't think of it, that you didn't think you need even, but then they can bring it and the company can get to a other levels. So this is, I really love it because I think this is a really great skill that we need nowadays to be open-minded, to be curious, to see around us beyond what we thought, not be really attached only to what we think and narrow-minded, but this curiosity and, you know, this word um, that I heard that I'm reading a book called Serendipity, that it talks about seeing the opportunity and being active in it. Uh, part of it, it's part of getting out of our comfort zone, thinking wider, seeing a wider perspective. What do you see that leaders and managers are looking for nowadays in the future employers? What are the crucial skills that they are looking? Yeah, I mean, I think when people are, are hopefully looking, they're looking for five-star employees and five-star employees are those who are you know, supportive, who are flexible, who, who can listen actively and listen to their fellow team members. They're people who have an insatiable thirst for knowledge. So they want to do better themselves, right? And these are people who are proactive. I think they're looking for folks who are proactive and passionate. Mm -hmm. So yes, I understand and can agree with you. At the end of the day, it's really the interconnection with other people, the ability to connect, to communicate, because it's really a crucial element nowadays to the social process, not only being professional at what I do, but much more beyond that, right? The ability to see other people, to see the broader picture, to be passionate, to, to learn, to adjust, to be able to learn, to be audit detective, right? To learn new things, because we always need to change right now and to reinvent ourselves in our products and our services, right? So it's a crucial ability to be able to be flexible and agile. So I, I can really connect to it. 
Right. And you need, you need people, you know, people, employers are looking for people who are, who can communicate, who are open to feedback. And it's all these different elements of that ideal employee. And it's not, it's not impossible. You just have to, to find the right people. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) right. I I really like it. Before we wrapping up the conversation, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to share with us? So? Um, you know, one, one tip I would, what I would share with employers out there who are looking, who are recruiting right now is to think differently, to think outside the box and to sort of market your business, market yourself and market the position creatively. You can't just do one thing. You can't post the job on one job board and expect to to find these five-star candidates, you, you need to, to do something a little differently, right? So maybe maybe visit your your library, see if you can you can post there, maybe be a guest speaker at a school, maybe get involved with the community and see um, if you can find the the find people out there who are are a good match for your organization and whose core values align with yours. I love it. So you say Find creative ways to meet people, to mm-hmm. write the scope, right? Of seeing, right. of meeting different people and not in the usual path that we go and recruit the employees. Yep. In the, thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. And I, I really believe that you gave a lot of experience and wisdom from your day to day and tips for others to implement. So thank you very much for being with yeah. us. Thank you so much for having me. If your listeners want to reach out to me, I'd be happy to connect with them. You can find me at uh, fivestaremployees.com. That's the number five and it's still fivestaremployees.com. And then we can put my email address in the show notes. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. You're invited to subscribe to our podcast in order to know when we upload a new episode and follow us on social media. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care and bye-bye.